True stories of history's forgotten detectives from across the 20th century. This is Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater! Come on, man, snap out of it! Hey, it's Thompson. Look at me. You're gonna be okay. You don't go down like this, my friend. You got a good two, maybe one and a half years in you. It don't end like this. I'm with EMS. Where is he? Where is he? Oh, he's right beside the guy with the gunshot wound. Numbskull. Don't sass me, boy. I know what makes you tick. Walter, give me five defibrillators. I don't think he's breathing. Clear. Again. Clear. We're too late. We lost him. Because all you guys do is defibrillate. I don't even think you know what it does. I could be a paramedic. Clear. Bzz. Clear. Bzz. Oh well, he's dead. See you at the bar. Time of death, 2.07 a.m. Name of deceased? Junior Detective Jim Buck. Wait, is there room for my friend, Junior Detective Jim Buckle? I already wrote the J. Screw it, then. Attention, everyone. Fran, get out from under there and listen. I have just been informed that Junior Detective Jim Buckles has been shot in the convenience store robbery. Let us momentarily bow our heads in solidaritousness. Ahem. In such tragic cases of officer decisory, it is customary to memorialize the memory of said stiff. Buckles, we ain't got no new wings of the precinct or park benches pending. However, this morning, I found half a sandwich in my desk drawer. This I will now eat, not in your honor, but because for I am hungry. Sing us out, Powell. Mm. Mm. Oh, with the spicy mayo. Mm. I hope they make them this good in hell, Buckles. Awake, sunshine. Awake and despair. Who was how involving what? Where am I? Take a look, Bucky. Take a guess. What's that smell? Words not yet spoken. Rain not yet fallen. The potential for love and beauty never to manifest. So nothing. Uh, didn't catch your name, mister. Really? The black cloak, the scythe, the skull face not ringing any funeral bells, detective? Oh, let's see that first terrible spark of understanding. I'd say you go all white, but I guess you're beyond the pale now, hmm? This is heaven? Such heady presumption. You're in limbo, Bucky. Heaven bound, perhaps, but not heaven sent. Why's that? Well, you were murdered, Junior. A premature death. We feel just awful about that. And that is why, thousands of your infantile mortal years ago, we instated the game. My chess is a little rusty. The better for it. You called the sport of kings, but kings are the sport of God. No, nothing so pedantic, Bucky. In order to claim your second chance at life, you must solve the case of your own murder. That being the instance in which the gentleman robbing the convenience store shot me? Indeed. Okay. Benjamin Forsyth, by the way. That was his name, the one who shot you. 
That was a freebie. Ben Forsyth. Why? That sounds familiar. Normally it's my job to keep the numbers up on Harvested Souls, but for now I'm just here to help. So provided you want to keep unraveling your mortal coil... Well, I always did imagine heaven would be acceptably pleasant. But I feel I would better serve my community continuing to solve crime in Los Angeles. Even now, the desperate squirm of mortality, like a worm on the hook. You'll have 24 of your insufferable mortal hours in which to call court to session. Free of your flesh binding, the tapestry of time and space is ours to investigate. But once you call the Arbiter, your time is up. Your fate is in his hands. Seems fair. Two things I'm obliged to disclose, little detective. First, only the heaven-bound are eligible. So mind the mortal sinning, so long as your soul's in flux, hmm? Or the deal's off and you go south. And the, uh, second? No one in the history of time has won the game. Wow, yeah, some story. Here, you need to print your name there. So this Ben Forsyth, he shot you? Yep. I happened to be walking by a robbery in progress. He panicked when he saw me and pulled the trigger. Boy, tough break. You just gotta print but your... I had a hunch. It wasn't so simple. Something about the name. D- deja vu. I had to know more. All I had to do was ask, and the skull-faced gentleman would take us anywhere. Any time I wanted. Well, that sounds fun. Could we make a deal? You talk at me for ten seconds, I get one more letter on this form. I concentrated real hard on the idea of an important childhood moment for young Ben Forsyth. Okay, or not. And there we were in June of 1952. The home of Jeremiah Forsyth, Ben's father. Good, Bucky. Your arcane powers have guided us to a formative event in young Ben's life. Observe the perverse ceremony of the all-American cookout. The flesh of the dead burns to sate the living. Are you going to be like this the whole time? Increasingly. Look, there's young Ben now. Are they done yet, Papa? Patience, son. Good things take time. To rush the cooking of the beef this great country has bestowed upon us is to besmirch the ideals it was founded upon. Someday I'll cook as good as you, Papa. But I'll cook at the White House as President of these United States. But let us not conflate ambition with hubris. A simple life of good deeds to leave the world better than we found it. These are the goals we must strive for. Politics are a hurried harvest, but ours are gardens of daily tending. Do you understand? I'll try, Papa. I'll sure as shoot try. Hey, Mr. Forsythe. Whoa, something smells good over here. I'd be honored to throw on a couple of steaks for officers of the peace, if they can spare the time. Say, Chad, we was scoping out the ranges for the 4th of July precinct picnic, wasn't we? Sure were not, Chad. How's this one handle, Forsyth? Like an American dream, officers, and I don't argue. Yeah, she's a beaut. Exactly what we need for our precinct picnic. Say not, Chad. That delicious smell. Now I'm closer. It's not steak, is it? What is that? Smells a little like framing Mr. Forsythe for running a meth lab so we can confiscate his barbecue, Chad. 
Well, once again, Notchad, you have ably removed any trace of subtlety from our corrupt scheme. It's the gift the Lord saw fit to give me. Just put him in cuffs, you boob. Papa, what's happening? Stay where you are, son. I'll be home soon. But I'm hungry, Papa. Stay hungry, son. No matter what. Know that they've corruption on their side. But we've freedom. Democracy. America. Papa, come I read about the 1952 4th of July precinct picnic. It, it was a barn burner. And what's one wrongful incarceration next to that meaty milestone for the LAPD? Incarceration? Those were trumped-up charges. By the time Mr. Forsythe had his day in court, they'd exaggerated his backyard meth lab into a statewide drug ring. Still, he rots, Bucky, in the bowels of the festering digestive system you mockingly call justice. Poor kid. And the dad's still in jail? I guess sometimes bad things happen to good people, huh? Have we reached the moral of the story? Can I do my job now? I attribute my fixed moral compass to a perfect balance between motherly love and fatherly discipline. I couldn't imagine how much something like that would tip the kid's scales, but I had to know. Where did Ben go next? Why do I always get the talkers? It was 1956, and I was expecting a little hooligan. But there he was in the schoolhouse after every other kid had gone home. Look at him, Principal. Read and when t'other children go to play. I don't like it. Mark me, he's searching for crimes to outdo his father. Quite right, school marm. How are young Ben's standardized tests? Off the charts. A childish bid to disguise his criminal aspirations. Just as I thought. What do you think, Bucky? Is this the face of a criminal? Is it fuel for future crimes he hunts for? Looks like he's just reading. Voraciously. Every tome his frail hands can reach on the subject of law and order he devours. To what end might you hazard? His father was wrongly imprisoned. Would that the school counselor had your prescience. Okay, Ben. Do you know what we're talking about today? My grades are too good, sir. And I read too much. Look, we understand the urge to follow in your father's footsteps and become a drug kingpin. But he... But, 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 but he... But he... No, Ben. I don't... How can I make you understand that your father's meth empire was morally objectionable? I don't read so I can have a drug empire. Okay, Ben. You want to tell me why else a person would read? I'm going to be in the police. <laughs> Oh, are you? Oh, really, Ben? Internal affairs. The best one there is. I'm going to make sure no one is ever... Your web of lies has snapped, Ben. I'm sorry. I'll do worse. I won't read. I'll get C's. I promise. C minuses. It's too late, Ben. I'm recommending your expulsion. I need to learn! You need to learn the difference between right and wrong. But you never will. So instead... You will be detained in a psychiatric hospital until you're deemed fit to re-enter society. Though I wouldn't hold my breath. Uh, they didn't really. Oh, but they did. For ten of your flatulent mortal years, Ben was under care of the state. Ten years? He never gave up his quixotic quest, tilting the windmills of wrongful incarceration every day in the library, while the staff shook their heads and said, Poor Ben. He's beyond saving, like father, like son. 
But ten years later, a force stronger than the laws of men or gods intervened. Human compassion? Budget cuts. Hey, Forsyth! We can't afford you! Get out of here, schmuck! Wacky kid with your crazy brain! Finally free, and with a decade of feverish self-education under his belt, which he was finally allowed to wear again, Benjamin Forsyth had a clear path to manifest his destiny. Internal affairs, he, he did, didn't he? He made it. Show me. With pleasure, Bucky. With ever so much ominous pleasure. Hey, this is the police station. Hey, that's me! Well spotted, detective. Now watch. Hey, Jimmy. I got the next round of recruitment applications. They're all vetted. Just sign them. Oh, sure. Good group this round. Hold on. Hold on. Benjamin Forsyth. Why does that ring a bell? Oh, you're thinking of his dad. Jeremiah Forsyth? Former meth kingpin of L.A.? Criminy, Thompson. I can't sign this. Oh, it's ancient history, Buckles. I met Ben. He's a good kid. Internal affairs? No, no, I'm not comfortable with this guy having the keys to our castle. Okay, but it's unanimous or nothing, because that's how the police works. Sure I can't change your mind? I'm all for second chances, but it would take one hell of an argument to... Screw it, then. Yes, Bucky. Let the poison of truth seep into every vein. Watch the doomed march of the past. The terrible certainty of what was set in motion. I want to see what happened next. But you already know, Detective. Why torture yourself by watching, oh, I don't know, this? What do you mean they didn't let you in, Ben? It's over. It's all over. I can't do it anymore. I won't make rent this month. It was all riding on this. My whole life was riding on this. Well, it's got to be a mistake. You're the most qualified... To hell with it. Where's that? Where'd I put my... Whoa, whoa, Ben, Ben, put the gun down, man. Don't, don't do anything stupid. Why not? For 20 years, I made myself believe in justice and right and wrong. But it doesn't matter, man. Nothing matters. You can do everything you're supposed to and still... Ben, where are you going? Rent's due. And if it's late, old man Pendlehurst is gonna be perturbed. I'm gonna make someone else feel like me for a while. Just once, I'm gonna win. Oh, don't tell me, Mr. B. That was the very night... The night I got shot. I passed by a convenience store and saw a robbery in progress. Saw that one coming. Still, seeing it all laid out like that, I had a lot of thinking to do. Oh, God, there's more. Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater will be back after this. I'll always remember Grandpa sitting in that rocking chair. That garden was her legacy. She'd spend all day out there tending it. He loved that car. I can still see him grinning behind the wheel. We at Maxidermy began with a simple creed. Death is hard. And the dead are selfish, removing themselves entirely from your life when maybe you liked them. But now... Grandpa can sit in his rocking chair again. Mom can be ever tending to her garden. And Jimmy, oh, that drag-racing little hooligan, can ride his hot rod forever. We guarantee a turnaround of under a week in converting the fresh corpses of your loved ones into nightmarish facsimiles of frozen life. And with animatronic advancements in our production process, you can add robotic movement and limited vocal feedback. Grandpa can welcome you home again. And Mom? I love son! <laughs> Call today. 
Acceptance is the coward's way out. Mother, die! And now, back to the show. Well, Bucky, your 24 hours ain't up yet. Anywhere else you want to go? Maybe we can find some more lives you've destroyed. No, sir. I believe I've completed my investigation to satisfaction. So, you believe yourself ready to invoke the Arbiter? To make your case before the Lord God himself? Yes, sir, I believe so. Then it begins. Repent, buckles! Repent and prostrate yourself before the one true God! Okay, all right, hello, everyone. Who do we have here today? Jim Buckles. Hello, Jim. Hello, God. Well, well, all right, now we're all introduced. Uh, excuse me, sir, I I couldn't help but notice. Oh, the look. You see, I, I appear to every man as his father, Jim. Right, but no, it wasn't that, actually. I just wondered why. Yes? You really sound like Jimmy Stewart. Why do you sound like Jimmy Stewart? Because I, uh, I, I, I just sound... Well, I sound like... Hey, who's on trial here? Who indeed, Bucky? Have you found your answer? Have you solved the case of your own murder? I believe so, sir. Sirs. I was shot in a convenience store robbery by one Benjamin Forsyth. So that's it, then. Can't say I'll argue. Sounds open and shut to me. Yes, Ben pulled the trigger. But is he guilty? Ben grew up a victim of a broken system. Every time it failed him, he was driven further into desperation. My rejecting him from internal affairs was the last link in a chain dragging him down since his father's arrest. Sure, I could throw him on the fire and walk free. I could continue the cycle that's been ruining him for decades. Or I could decide this is where it ends. I can finally place the blame where it belongs. Impressive, Bucky. Most impressive. I'd written you off on this one, but you have shocked me. Tell me, can your spirit sustain what you must admit to be free? Mr. Reaper, I'm formally accusing you. That's never happened before. What? How dare you? You, a filthy mote of mortality in the infinite void, would point a weak and quaking finger at the likes of me? I, who am the death of planets, of stars, of metaphorical concepts that everyone thinks can't die, except they do, because I kill them! All right now, all right, simmer down there. Elementary policemanship, sir, says you look for motive. Ben Forsyth had no motive. He just needed rent. He didn't want to get mixed up in murder. I had no motive. I'd rather not have died. No offense. I'm sure heaven is lovely. Well, honestly, it's, it's not great. You take a long enough look, and you'll see only one person benefits from the act of my death. Mr. Reaper, I recall you saying it was your job to bring in as many fresh souls as you could. I think that was your plan all along. Admitting my own guilt would make this suicide a mortal sin. You'd have caught me. Now, Grim, you're, you're going to think this is a, an odd question, but uh, uh, did you kill this man? Well, I, 
I mean, I mean, yeah, but that's like what I'm supposed to. I mean, you told me to. It's it's my job. Oh, this is uh, this is sort of a pickle. All right, I guess I'm gonna have to charge you, Grim, if if you're admitting to. Well, how many has it been? Um, seven trillion four hundred seventy-eight billion six hundred ninety-two million, a hundred twenty-five thousand two hundred thirty-one, two, three, four, five. Oh, we'll call it an even seven trillion counts of murder. Boy, this is awkward. Well, I guess uh, I can let you go with a warning since it's the first time you've been charged. What about me? Huh? Oh, Jimmy, you're all set, buddy. You're gonna start uh, recorporealizing any second. I won't forget this, Bucky. You and me got unfinished business. Just remember, in the end, I always win. Wait. Wait a minute. I think he's coming too. What? You said, and I quote, if he was any deader, we'd need a new word for dead. It's a demanding profession. We all make mistakes. How many alive people you figured you buried? Three that I know of. Can I... How is... Do your job better. You do it. I think I could. I honestly think that I could. The whole scene slid out of focus until I was all the way here. Wow. All right, that was pretty good. Yeah, me and the other nurses seen a lot of close calls. Lots of folks have crazy dreams when they're barely holding on. But boy, oh, yours is one for the books. Ever hear what happened to Ben? He finally reunited with his father. Aww. Wait. Oh. Yeah, flying the ointment there. But God sounded nice. Oh, yes, ma'am. He's good people. As I was corporealizing, I think he figured he owed me one. Said he'd answer me any one question. What'd you ask? Oh, I didn't have time to think. I just went with a classic. Why do bad things happen to good people? What'd he say? He said there are no good or bad things. Just good or bad people. Oh. Yeah, so I said, that's kind of a cop-out. And he says, fine, one more. And I said, so why do bad people happen to good people? And he says, because every once in a while, two good people come out. Nighty-night, Mr. B. Just remember, Bucky. In the end, I always win. I can hear you. Good. I want you to. The Death of Jim Buckles was written by Joseph Beebe. Jim Buckles... Ben Forsyth and Officer Powell were played by Leet Stetson. Okay. Okay. Thompson was played by Robert Murphy. Officer Chad and Principal were played by Hayden Finkelstein. Officer Not Chad and Paramedic were played by Alexander Fairley. The Chief and Tim were played by Joseph Beebe. Nurse and Schoolmarm were played by Zara Justat. The Grim Reaper and Jeremiah were played by Anthony Batello. Yeah, because I was milking it too much. The Counselor was played by Grace Smith. Mother! 
It's really hard, like, it, to do it on the inhale. It's really weird. The doctor was played by Isabel Canaan. Justin Miller played God. God? God? Why does it sound like Jimmy Stewart, God? Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater is produced by Joseph Beebe and Theater Doubletake. Duotang Chesterfield wants to know, who murdered you? Let us know by investigating us on the web at duotangmysteries.com and don't forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes.